everyone, and welcome back to Middle Ground. I'm, I'm Carolyn. I'm, I'm, I was wondering where you were going there. I was like, are you introducing me? Do you want me to talk? <laughs> We've practiced this intro over a hundred times. Yeah. I'm Joe, And we have a guest with us. And we were supposed to have three mics, and then I don't have a toggle, and I don't know how USBs work. And so if you're watching this on YouTube, hi. hey, <laughs> meet Darcy. This is Darcy. Hi. (laughs) We're very excited about having her today. Uh, Darcy is a dear, dear friend of mine, and she is the owner and designer of Darcy Apparel and the Darcy Collection, and she's fabulous, and she's so much more than just that, but we're going to get into it. A lot of you guys have been asking us about capsule wardrobes, sustainable purchasing in clothing and so much more whenever it comes to style and personal style and I couldn't think of anyone better than Darcy no literally no one better (laughs) we asked her and she's in town so yeah thanks so much I'm 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 a fan I'm super excited to be here yay Yay. okay grounding moments do you want to go first sure okay so my grounding moment is this morning I woke up not like super early I've been slacking because of the colder weather like I feel like in the summer I woke up really early now I'm like oh I just want to snuggle in but I woke up like I don't know at seven and I was like I'm gonna roll my yoga mat out and do a little stretching and I'm embarrassed to say I've never been able to touch my toes ever in my whole life and I'm getting on to myself because I'm like Caroline you're 23 years old like this needs to it's be it's not gonna get any easier no exactly <laughs> exactly and I've been thinking about that I'm like it's not just gonna click like I'm not gonna be like oh today I can touch my toe like I have to practice it so I'm really trying to work on that um this is day one so stay tuned for <laughs> hopefully I keep this up but um I think it's important to just stretch your body and I bet by breathing. the end of the month like by the oh. end of November easy yeah for if sure. I do it every day right. maybe yeah but it, it doesn't – you don't need to do it for more than five minutes. Brush your teeth and then that's true. <laughs> practice <laughs> and then finish brushing your teeth. That's true. Like, I know. it doesn't require – A whole production. I know. Yeah. I know. My mom used to stretch every single night before bed. She did two things. She stretched and she would lather her feet in lotion. <laughs> like, I mean, like, like – like you've never seen like what I remember it as is her just filling two socks with lotion why why not, not really like, like not, not, I know, but, I know. but I mean and then she would put these big fuzzy socks on and she would sleep with them oh because it because you're it makes your feet so soft yeah it, it's I know why she did that because it was the 90s <laughs> no that's why I can't get behind that everybody I'm, I'm happy for her well, and who else not, people were doing that in the 90s like the way that you brush Wait. all your eyebrow hair straight up. Yeah, that's people true. People were I socking and <laughs> lotioning. lotioning. I just had a memory come back to me. Do you guys remember like this fuzzy socks that were like lotiony? Yes. Like they came lotiony that you got at Walgreens with the yeah. stretchy shirts. Yes. Um. No, I don't remember that. They were like <laughs> they weren't like lotioned, but yeah. they had like. An ointment, like they were like a yeah. mask, a, yeah. a foot Trying, mask. Not but, but you really. Could wear them over no, and over. it was like reusable. Weird. They were like lotiony. Interesting. No. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. It also, feels like you just slide around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm now completely off. But I saw we've been okay before we got on the podcast. We were talking about celebrities and like being interested in celebrity culture and gossip. And Caroline and I are both 
kind of bad at keeping up. Yeah. I'd say, like, I do better than most because of being on TikTok. Darcy, however. Oh, watch out. Yeah. <laughs> she knows. And yeah. I just brought up these bubble shirts. And this is a bit of a celebrity thing that I noted. I watched an interview with Sophie Turner. Is that her name? I don't know who the that is. The one that's married to Joe Jonas. Yes, is that yes, right? okay. that's her name. Yes. Okay, that was in Game she of Thrones. She was in Thrones. Game of Thrones. Yeah, I was saying Game I'm of like, Thrones. I know. I watched that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, she was wearing a maxi, like she's pregnant. She was wearing like a maxi dress, but it was that the Walgreens bubble material. Yeah, that's kind of in right now. It's back. And when you take it off, it's tiny. Yeah. And then it stretches oh, back out. Okay. Yeah, that's in. That's having a moment. And my Crinkle. brain exploded. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which makes sense for a pregnant woman. Yeah. Stretches. Lovely. It's perfect. And then yeah. Come back. Yep. Yeah. She's pregnant with their second kid. I was like, no way. Had no idea. Yeah, they're a really cute couple. They are cute. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Did you know Nick <laughs> Jonas comes here a lot? No. To Arkansas? Yeah. He, I don't know. That is a lot. Like, <laughs> I'm like, a lot. I'm like, let's, let's step back a few steps. <laughs> Wait. Okay. I'm going to bounce. Emma Chamberlain was here, which I like love Emma Chamberlain. Had no idea. Now she's gone. Anyways, uh, no, Nick, or one of the Jonases comes because Chris's mom works for Walmart and always sees him in the office. And she, like, I was going to say, there's got to be, it's probably a Walmart, a Walmart connection, Walmart connection like, or what? product that he's Kendall created. Kendall Jenner, I think, has been here a lot recently, too, oh, really? because of a product, some product yeah, launch with Walmart. Sense. A lot of people come here. But and yeah. people talk about it. They're like, so-and-so's in town. I'm like. Are they, or are they here for a product launch, and then they're going to get on their private yeah. jet and get the out of Arkansas? <laughs> yeah. Literally, they're here for like three hours. Okay, I know we need to get back to grounding moments, but I just need everyone to know, last night, I've been watching a lot of home content on YouTube. Home, like, like baking, oh, like, maker? Yeah, no, like, like not decorating, home, decorating, yeah. um, interior design, like, tons. And I was like, you know what I really want to see? I want to see some Arkansas houses. Like, who's making Arkansas home content? No one. Wait, so, no, there's a magazine at I, home Arkansas. But, but yeah, there's no not on YouTube. TikTok. Okay, I'm yeah, looking yeah. on YouTube for like video Digital content. Okay, content. yeah, that's true. And there's this video that was posted in September of 21. And if anybody wants oh, to no. know why no one wants to move to Arkansas, <laughs> it was a video of top 10 homes over a million dollars in Arkansas. And it looked like maybe the top 10 homes from like 1985, but it was made last year. It was horrible. Oh, no. Weird. Yeah, I can believe as we it. Were, as Matt and I were watching it, we were like, this is why people, like, I've been to cooler places. Look where we are right now. <laughs> like, if you're looking at the YouTube video right now. This is my home. No, I'm joking. Yeah. This is in Arkansas? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. just devastating. It's hard. It's hard. Sometimes it feels like the world is against us. Yeah. To but I don't really <laughs> care. I don't want people. That's true. You know? That's true. Like, let's, I want, let's, like, sh- like let's good keep secret. creative mind. Not yeah. just creative, but just, like openness and like new people from all over i think that's like a plus in any community but like i'm fine with like it being small yeah but i don't like it when people represent us to be that like i don't care if people don't know i don't like it whenever it's not how it is yeah do you know what i mean no yeah like when i lived in italy and i said where i'm from People are like, oh, you rode your horse to school. And they're dead serious. Like, they are dead serious. Like, that's what they think of us. I'm like, does, and I'm like, yeah, I did. It, just, it was normal. It has to be so <laughs> rare in America to ride a horse to school. Like, I'm sure it happens somewhere. But that can't be common. No, because, like, where are you going to park your horse? Unless you go to horse school. <laughs> you well, know? Well, like, I'm sure in small towns that they have, like, there is a small town somewhere like a that they stable. have stables. I'm sure somewhere. 
But that can't be common. No. I don't know. Definitely not. If you ride your horse to school, DM us. (laughs) Yes, let us know. Darcy, what's your grounding moment? (laughs) Oh, um, shoot. Okay. I I feel like it has to do with the clothing collection because... Mm -hmm. It's about we're about to come out with a couple new products. I'm really excited. Tell everybody about it. <laughs> um, it just takes it takes a lot of time to develop, you know, a single piece of clothing, especially when you're kind of small like me. Um, and so I've kind of been working on a sweater. It feels like forever, and just a big chunky, comfortable sweater. Um, and we've we finally finalized it. Uh, which is really exciting for me, and it'll be here in December, early December. Wow. So. I can't wait. <laughs> Can you tell us what color or no? Well, yeah, I'll tell you. Right. Um, <laughs> we did two colors. We did bl- a really pretty blue, um, which I've kind of worked with that, like, cornflower blue in the past with some of our linens, and then we also did just a really nice white, like, creamy white. I am obsessed with all the colors everything has come out with. So you're in – how many collections have you done? Do you know? <clears throat> Uh, yeah, I think it's four. Four? This will, yeah, this, this will, will be, be the fourth. Four. But it, yeah. So I own pieces <laughs> from every single one. And they're some of my wor- like most worn oh, yeah. things in my you closet. Wear I wear them all, the all of the time. Yeah, thank you. All of the time. So I'm excited for That's my hope. Yeah, that's, I mean, I, I that's what I just want to make things that like people can wear JC multiple and I years. Were actually just talking about the knit tee. Yes. She's worn holes in hers because she's worn it we need yeah so much because she's had it for i think that was two years that ago? was 19 or no okay. that was that was early spring 2020 actually the okay. madeline tea. right yeah so over she's had it for two and a half years she said she wears it to work like at least two times a week oh, like yeah. so much i love that yeah so i know this, i'm wearing this is darcy's yeah oh, yeah that's, she's got I, like, a vivian, made an effort i was vivian like i need top. to wear darcy but it comes in a set so it's like a biker short yes set. couldn't find the shorts Ask Chris. He's like, I don't know. And for some reason, I have two pairs. And of I'm shorts. Like, yeah. There, I have to find two. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't find them. But it's cold, so I was like, I'll just wear jeans. But my mom, I was telling Darcy before you came, my mom steals this. And so I was like, couldn't mm. find it. And I'm like, my mom has it. So I was like, hello, uh, where's the Darcy tea? She's like, oh, it's at my apartment. And I'm like, you I love that. So That's but what's luckily, so great about it. Yeah. Like, your mom can wear it. You can wear yeah. it. I, yeah. And it's so comfy. And all it things. looks great. It's great for nursing. Yeah. Because I remember just, it, just uh, yeah, just. this launched right around the time mm-hmm. that I was about to have G and I wore mine all the time because yeah. I could just really whip easy. it out. It's and it right comes here. in the sweet like pink color too. Yes. So. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. Yeah. So is I'm it just the sweater that. then? We actually did a sweater and then we did a, so the Madeline tee in a long sleeve. So we just kind of made oh, it into nice. a long sleeve. We did it in a poppy red, Ooh. which I'm really excited about. I've never done red, but um, yeah, it was, it just felt right. <laughs> it felt like the time. Yeah. Um, and then we actually are doing another wrap top, but we, we did it in a short sleeve. Ooh. So wow. it's really cute. Yeah, it's white and it's white. Okay. Oh, cute. I really want the red one. I want to wear more red. This is going to sound really wacky, but I want to wear more red because of my Dalmatian because it's like so cute. So cute. And like she wears a red collar. I'm like, I want to wear Okay, so incorporate more this red. is going to be good for you. Spring 23, red is so in. Oh, perfect. I mean, every brand that we – because we, when, we when we do pre-orders and buying – all of our brands are carrying that bright poppy, I call it a poppy red, 
Uh, it's beautiful. It's not, and it's it's not it, woo pig red. It's not woo pig red. <laughs> it can be. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot of variations of woo pig red. Um, <laughs> pig suey red. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, so you're you're in for a good it's year. A yeah, 2023. It's, it's so cute with Dalmatian. I, down the street. I do miss that part of being in boutique world and seeing the buying and everything early because I felt so in the like loop. Like in the now, yeah. Even though I don't, I wear the same things every year. Like I, I, my style doesn't change a lot to trends. Like I might get a piece or two, um, but I still really enjoyed it's fun. feeling like I knew what was going on. Yeah, it's so fun. Yeah, it was a. Pl- I've never worked in boutique wor- world, but when I lived in Italy, like they know things ahead of time. Yeah. And I never knew that. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. America knows everything first. No. America no. knows nothing. No, you're <laughs> nothing. Like, so ahead. They had like, and this was in 2018 to 19, they had the puka shell necklaces and those were coming back. Yeah. And I'm like, why are these Italians wearing? Like, you're I like, they're judging. so behind. Yeah, exactly. You're like, they're so 1998. And, yeah, I was like, who <laughs> should tell them? Like, I need to be the person yeah. to tell them. And then like literally like six to seven months later, Americans were wearing it yep. on my Instagram feed. I'm mm-hmm. like. I'm shook. And, like, multiple other things. But that was, like, one that stood out to me was the puka shell necklaces. It's so true. My friends that are really into fashion don't follow American creators. Oh, yeah. Like, JC. Yeah, usually Italian. I'm thinking a lot of Australian. Mm -hmm. Australian. We carry a lot of Aussie brands because they, I don't know, they're, they're killing it. They just know. I feel like Danish. Denmark, I was yeah. yeah, we're on the like, same level there. Danish fashion is so fun. It's so, so colorful cute, yeah. and cute and they love patterns. And then the other is Korea, South Korea. Mm. Like that's not surprising. They are ahead. They are always ahead. Um and they just are so good at the capsule work, like classic style mm-hmm. stuff that never goes out but like somehow is fresh and in. That's another Huh. You well, know, I, people to watch. I really want to speak on this today, and it's where a lot of the questions I have sit, so we'll lead into it. But I want to talk a lot about how you can work with Capsule and still have it reflect your personal style in ways that we can style older items to still feel fresh. I think yeah. it's a really good conversation that I'm sure people want to hear us have. So For sure. I'm just going to say my grounding moment. I know. I yeah, I was like, oh, wait, yeah. Um, I finally hired somebody to clean the house, <gasps> and my life has changed forever. I had somebody that cleaned our home our home before we moved, but then when we moved, I was like, I've got it for a while because we were in the chaos of trying to get things unpacked, and there was just stuff everywhere, and our counters were always messy, and we're finally getting caught up in that chaos. Like, the house is easier to pick up because it's not getting as messy regularly do you know what I mean Mm. uh and so I finally bit the bullet hired somebody fabulous uh and that's life-changing I feel like I love that yeah (laughs) it is so helpful well the thing is I just don't do that good of a job like people (laughs) who aren't outsourcing cleaning who are properly cleaning your home good on you yeah I'm not doing it yeah and I totally understand that it's such a privilege to be able to hire somebody. Uh, but after having her clean my house, I was like, oh, my house wasn't even getting cleaned prior to this. Oh, yeah. I thought it was. It wasn't. Yeah. Do you find it hard to like, because before they come clean, you have to really tidy up. <laughs> I Sometimes I struggle with that. Like I'm Our like. house has been, when I say tidy, like it has been pretty tidy the last three to four weeks we were behind on laundry so there were some piles of clothes but other than that we're finally 
But the thing is, we were really intentional when we renovated this house, having places yeah. for everything. Mm-hmm. And that makes a world of difference. When you're trying to fit, like, 2,000 square feet of stuff into an 1,100-square-foot house or vice versa, whatever yeah. it is, or storage, it's really not even the size of the house. It's the way the storage is laid yeah. out. Yeah. It doesn't work. No. <laughs> like, in our old kitchen, it would always get cluttered and messy. And we had a decent sex kitchen, but not for the amount of kitchen stuff right. we do. I was going to say, I feel like you don't have, like, a ton of stuff everywhere. Like, you're right. just, yeah, you've, like, minimized and. Yes. So, yeah. not as stressful as it used to be. I used to really understand that feeling. Yeah. And now not as much. Also, Matt had to do it. So, he'd probably have a different take on it. <laughs> He did use some buckets, not like baskets I'd gotten from Target. And he's like, can we, I was going to return them. And he's like, can we keep these? And I was like, sure. Like, what do you want to use them for? He's like, I've now emptied them, but they are my shit buckets. And I was like, (laughs) I'm concerned. Can you tell me more? He's like, well, you know, like if you take your car to get the oil changed and it's all dirty, they'll just put all your stuff like in a basket and then set it in the back of your car. It's like, yeah. He's like, that's what I did when the cleaning person came. And then uh, I then I put everything away that was in the basket. Smart. And baskets I was like, are great. Baskets are the best. Having baskets at home. Huh. Especially once you have a kid. Yeah. There's just toys and stuff. Yeah. Like <laughs> everywhere. Next level. <laughs> and you pick it up. I do a reset twice a day. I was gonna say and not only do I do a reset tornado. twice a day, my kid is neat. Yeah. Just wait. Give I have her, a like, 16-month-old who is... <laughs> give her a few months. <laughs> well, no. I'm concerned. Like, if she drops food on the floor, she gets down and, and picks, picks the it food up. Because she Go doesn't, girl. like... Yeah. She doesn't want to waste any of it. <laughs> I'm like, this is weird. <laughs> and she puts her toys away. Like, wow. it's not not by prompting. Yeah. Like, just it's kind not, of like... Uh, we've not taught this. This is just, like, she doesn't like to have a bunch of stuff out at once. Hmm very that's cool that's yeah. good matt's like this is concerning she, <laughs> hopefully she's she, like she's 16 months old matt's she like she's neurodivergent <laughs> like matt's like she's for sure neurodivergent but organizing hey. yeah or yeah. she's or lining yeah. everything up <laughs> exactly i was like it's okay it'll be great yeah, i was like you're no neurodivergent you're great yeah so that's awesome yeah. anyhow you ready? Wait, what to... was your ready moment? Oh. Getting the house clean. <laughs> yeah. Wait, this whole thing. Well, we were like on a roll. I was like really engaged. I'm like, did you even say it? Okay, yeah. no, I'm Do stupid. you even listen to me when I talk? <laughs> no. no, I'm just kidding. Literally, no. I don't. Also, I'd, I've only had coffee today. And it's not bad, but my mic is balancing on my leg. I don't even know if you can see it. And it's like shaking just a little bit. It's fine. Like, yeah. But I can notice it. Anyways. Yeah. I was supposed to have only a coffee this morning, and I got here too late to get my coffee, so I'm going to drink coffee and get banana toast. What a dream. No, I'm not. I'm going to get overnight oats if they still have them. Yeah, I think they do. Yum. Anyway. Yeah. Join us for breakfast. I will. I, I am. I am. I'm excited. Uh, okay. okay. You ready? Yeah. Do you, you really honed in, focused, so you lead. Oh, I was going to have you lead. Oh, you want me? Okay. Yeah. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Caroline and I need to be better about making plans. Uh, it would be more professional. But, you know, who would listen then, right? Yeah. Anyway, okay, Darcy. So I think the number one thing that we've been asked over and over again uh, that immediately you came to mind, and I really wanted to have you on. I met Darcy in 2015. Do you think that's right? I think Yeah, I think that's – yeah, I think that's right. So I met Darcy over seven years ago. Mm-hmm. 
And I was a wee little, I was Caroline's age. Just graduated. Yeah, I was Caroline's age when we met. And I had no sense of personal style yet whatsoever. And Darcy was somebody that really inspired me and has ever since then in the way in the seven years that I've known her has always really incorporated trending things and colors and you're really aware creatively and I feel like you express yourself really well through your clothing um but I also see items even when I'm out and about and I think oh Darcy like I I associate you and I don't even know what they are like I, I don't have like a list of items in my head or anything but I always really admired that so I really want to start things off by what you would say to young women like me whenever I first met you who are in that season of trying to like make it through the noise and find their personal style. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks for saying that. I, I think, well, <laughs> no, I mean just the beginning part about, um, you know, feeling like I really have a grasp on it. Cause I think just anytime it's you, you don't always feel that oh, way. Sure. 100%. <laughs> Imposter yeah. syndrome. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but no, I would say that you don't, one of my biggest things is that you don't have to always fit into a certain box especially in your 20s right um so i want to tell them obviously to have some fun um and not feel like oh i have to be a certain way or have to fit into the certain style i think that's because of social media it does that make sense like basically i'll see women or even talk to women about it that are like well i want to kind of do influencing or i want to do that but like i feel like this is stepping out of what i normally do like what is my personal style i don't know well you don't really have to have a signature personal style like your personal style could be that sometimes you enjoy you know, dressing out of the box. Like you, you may have a certain look for most of the time what you're comfortable in, but sometimes you want a flare of color or you like a, you like to mix a print. So, you know, I think that's the big part is like, I've always been a, you know, an advocate for like having this really basic closet. So like great basics in your closet, closet, (laughs) and then building around those, um, either with like, you know, a fun shoe that's trendy that year that like you normally, um, you know, don't think of adding that in or whatever. Um, or, you know, I I also think mixing vintage and I like to mix new and old a lot. And so, um, you can do that through thrifting if you're into that. Um, you know, I have some tips, I guess, but you can also, there are amazing people that are sourcing vintage so you can buy vintage from a lot of these sources and I think that's a fun way to like incorporate different things into your style um so I don't know if I answered that oh yeah well I feel like that was great I think the takeaway I have and we actually talked about this not when it comes to style at all but a couple weeks ago on the podcast we talked about stop putting yourself in a box yes and we were talking about I think more self-confidence and yeah. comparing whenever we were discussing that. But I think that it's another great point driven home of like, stop putting yourself in a box. When you say you want to find your personal style for me personally, my style has nothing to do with what it looks like. I have learned. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've really honed in cause I've been working on a capsule and I have always thought that I was buying things cause of what they looked like. Well, I was buying things for that. I realized I was wearing things 
I've realized very quickly though that I don't pick my clothing based on how it looks when I'm pointed out of my closet. I base everything how it feels on my body. Mm-hmm. If I'm not comfortable in it, I won't wear it no matter how cute it is. And I'm very, uh, I, I prefer like lighter fabrics, even if it's a sweater. I don't like something that's really heavy unless it's a very special circumstance. So if it's a heavier sweater, no matter how cute or trendy it is, it doesn't need to go into my closet. Um, like I've just become really hyper aware of my fashion taste has nothing to do with what it looks like on my body. Mm -hmm. And I think that's fine. Like I think if comfort is your thing and I think that's, that should be a thing. You should feel like, and you know, when women are in the store and they're shopping and they're on the fence about something, I'm like, will you wear it? Do do you think you're going to wear it? And if it's like, I want to, Mm -hmm. then let's talk about, what are the circumstances when you would wear it? How do you want to wear it? Like, how can we style it so that you feel confident? Yeah. But if it, but if the answer is like, well, this little thing is bugging me about it, I'm like, if it's bugging put you, it back, yeah. put it back. Well, I just so often bought things because I, I was like, I look stylish or I look cool in this and it fits me. But I realized quickly that I have way more categories than that. And so I think if you can hone in on – what that is for you. It's not just about does it look good on me? Is it in budget? Like figure out what all of those categories are for you and as you're purchasing things, really try to try to stick to it. Yeah, I think yeah. another thing that that is interesting is like we all go to Pinterest, right? And we pin a lot of imagery and we're like, this is a style I like. I like the way this person dresses. And a lot of times we can't translate that onto our own bodies or we'll be like, oh, I thought I was like you know, sort of like trying to get into this certain style like Alexa Chung or, you know, whoever. And for some reason, it's not translating. And I think sometimes it's that we don't really hone in on what we like about another person's style. I realized quickly I just uh, (laughs) like skinny women in pictures, which is not like healthy. Which is, yeah. that's most people. But I, and, but that is like a hurdle I had to get over because I used to do that. Tons of pinning. I'd go through like, what do I like about these outfits? And I'm like, they just look good because they're yeah, there's crazy one thin. common denominator. That's a really <laughs> and good like, observation. And also, why do I think that that's what looks good? Yeah. And so I started following a lot more mid-sized creators yeah. who are more in that like size 14 to 18 range because I'm a size like 10, 12. I'm a little smaller than that. But I relate so much more to the style of the people who are size 14 to 18 in the styles and the things that they're doing and the things I like on their body were easier to translate to my own. Yeah. I think that's that's great. But I think that's really good. I, yeah. Just if you're pinning a bunch of skinny yeah. women on Pinterest. Yeah, I know. We need, what yeah. would you say to someone? Because I know sometimes I struggle with this, but like social media, like you yeah. trends are just like rapid. I feel like it's just like, okay, this is new. This is trending. This is, and it's like, oh, I don't even have that much money to buy all this stuff. And it's yeah. like, before you buy something, what should you ask yourself? Mm-hmm. Um, I think you should really ask yourself, like, how much am I going to wear this? And a lot of times, if you if you want to avoid, like, an impulse purchase, then, you know, think about it. Like, take a day. I usually, I'll tell people that, or even myself, I'll be like, you know, I'm going to leave it here, 
And then if I'm still thinking about it in a couple days, I'll come back and buy it. If I've already moved on to the next thing, um, then it's usually like, okay, that was probably going to be an impulse buy that I maybe wouldn't purchase. I also think um, the reason why even at my store and my brand, I mean, it has a lot to do with the manufacturing and the ethical treatment of people and the fabric content. So the prices could be higher, but that's the problem with fast fashion is that because it's so cheap, not only is it hurting the environment, the people that are working and building that product probably aren't being paid well, you're also not really thinking about it. You're like, that's 15 bucks. Like, I'm just going to, you know, you don't care about it or you you throw it on the floor, you throw it in the wash, you ruin it. It ruins because you washed it. You know, that's usually a, a sign that it wasn't the best product or whatever. And so when something's a little more expensive, you really think about it. Like you think, you know, I worked really hard for this money that I'm about to spend right now. And so I want to know that I'm going to wear this a lot. So I think that's another another way to avoid, you know, fast fashion, fast trends, because trends do come and go. Um, so if that makes sense. Yeah. I'm wondering if a lot of women listening may not have, I feel like it's a conversation we're having a lot, but I don't know that if universally women are having the conversation a lot about fast fashion, or maybe they're hearing fast fashion is bad often, Mm -hmm. but they don't understand that. Do you have kind of a rundown of what that looks like and like what you as a brand are trying to do different and this is a lot of questions at once. Sorry. <laughs> Let's start there. And then okay. I have a follow-up that I want to yeah. hit on. Yeah. So fast fashion would refer to, um, I mean, Shein has recently been in the news a lot. Um, you know, it could be it could be Zara. You know, a lot of these brands, basically what they do is they can, they can catch a trend. So really quickly, it could be on an influencer. Now, Shein works off influencers. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Um, so they see something that's trending and then they can pump out 10,000 of those items like in a day, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to speak wrong, but, um, really quickly. And the problem is that the person that's having to do it, um, is having to work, you know, in unethical situations. They're being paid very little. Um, and it's also, um, you know, they have very little time off. All, all these things, the, the fabric content is har- probably harmful th- for the environment because if it's made of poly, that's a plastic. And so it's not going to be biodegradable. Um, it's not going to last a long time. So that's what fast fashion refers to, like, you know, pumping out thousands and thousands of styles and doing it as cheap as possible so that you can buy it for $10. And also whenever it comes to it being really cheap, I know that it there's a lot of waste that comes with that yeah. that I think people don't think about. Yeah. A lot of fabric waste, a lot of unsold product waste. Yes. That's just Yeah, they can be off. I don't know they can where it's think going. that something's yeah. trending and say, I'm going to make 10,000 of these and the fit be terrible. And then it not sell. It go it and then it all goes, you know, into the landfill. Mm-hmm. And the and the other sad part is like the U.S. is one of the worst about like us about consumption and we're consuming all this. We're like, you know, you'll even easily see it on Instagram, TikTok, like look at my Shein haul. Yeah. Um, I got 10 things for $150 and then like go through and show all these things, um, you know, 
And later when this, when you're not going to wear that anymore, then, you know, there's a cycle for clothing. So it goes, you know, if you don't throw it in the trash, which hopefully you don't, um, and you, you send it to the thrift store, for example, you know, it, some of it gets picked up and then eventually it goes to like the Goodwill bins and then later it, it goes to another country and then it just it just keeps getting cycled until it ends up in what would be a landfill and it's usually not in the United States it's in another country where it's like a third world country it's like hurting people it's hurting the water systems and those plastic yeah. fabrics aren't breaking down they're not breaking down right yeah. So crazy, mind blowing. If you don't know a lot about that, yeah. I encourage you to read. And this isn't to shame anybody who is purchasing fast fashion. I get G things from Zara. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's not, but, but it is encouraging you to think about what purchases you're making, how you're using them, you know, just, and trying to really taper back on the consumption if you can. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, you know, I'm coming to to everyone in a humble place as well. Um, There are certain things that I own from, like you're saying, um, from these places. And so, but it's not um, what I normally do. And it's, and I still want to think about it. So even if you're going to buy something from Zara, make sure you really like it. And you're just, whatever you're buying, you want to like it and, and have it for a long time and get a lot of use out of it and pass it on to your friend or you know keep it in cycle as long as possible yeah and if the consumption piece stresses you out something that a lot of times i'll do to make it financial which makes it a little more less um big world i need to save everybody and more of a like little world i need to save my own pocket i think a lot about cost per wear Mm -hmm. yeah uh and if you like analytics which i do (laughs) there are a lot of apps you can use to like put clothing items that you purchase and then you can mark every time you wear them and then it'll break it down like a cost per Uh, wear for you that's cool and i think that's kind of fun that's really cool Yeah, yeah i think a lot of times like like we were talking about like it's ten dollars and you're like oh it's ten dollars like i can just buy it what would you say to people that like or like, I can't afford mm-hmm. the sustainable option. Or yeah. like, how am I supposed to even, you know, save up for this like big purchase? Like, would you say thrift and do those things mm-hmm. at first? I love secondhand. Um, I love thrifting. I do it um, for my store. I love, there's a lot of stores. Um, here we have like Daisy Exchange and Play-Doh's Closet where you can sell your own things and buy you can use that money to buy from there as well you and that's a fun way to find other trends like trends because you can find like current trends in Mm -hmm. a lot of these places because that's how fast fashion is moving um so i do think that better than anything even what i'm doing when i'm creating the darcy collection buying secondhand is the most sustainable option that we can do wearing what you already have wearing what you wearing what you have as much as possible and um those two things if you can do them yeah i do a lot of clothing swaps are fun poshmark depop yeah love all that um so i think that is a good way sustainable fashion is expensive and that's because of the fabric content well that's the way that it's made that it's made ethically we're paying people well um can you kind so, of break that down for people? Yeah, like yeah. What goes into the pricing? Because I, I think that that's some – we've talked about this before. Uh, Darcy and I met working at a boutique, 
And we were working with some other girls at the time who didn't understand how markups worked or how business worked or how. And so I think that that's a really helpful thing mm-hmm. to understand what goes into. End, yeah. It's not just a random number that you're picking. Right. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Um, so, you know, if you're uh, – the the way that clothing is priced when you're manufacturing is by item, which is really interesting. But um, the more you buy or create as a creator, um, the, the less expensive the piece becomes. But, you know, so that's it's a weird thing, because even for me, if I was scaling my business up and I said and I was able to say, you know, this Madeline tea is killing it. We sell out every time I normally make a hundred. I'm going to make five hundred or I'm going to make a thousand. My price per item goes down. Mm-hmm. But the problem with that is that, like, I'm I'm making a guess. You know, I'm guessing, I, you know, and that's a lot of stores maybe are taking a guess like. I think this is going to do well and I'm going to make this many. Well, you want to sell through them. And so that's that is how, you know, it's priced basically from that point. And um the other thing though is the fabric content. So if you're if you're using 100% cotton, that's going to be more expensive than a cotton poly blend or if you're using if you can go to the next step and use organic cotton, organic cotton's going to be even more expensive. Um so and that's because of the from down to the production of like that small quantity of organic cotton that you're using like and there's no pesticides on it there's you know so does that yeah, yeah help? absolutely <laughs> and then it also goes into the ethical manufacturing side right. so the people that are making your clothing are getting paid a living wage um are you know hopefully better in some situations and so you're taking you know they have paid time off and and all those things that we want for ourselves we should want for the people that are making our clothes right exactly so that's why it's more expensive to buy sustainable and ethical clothing i've been doing a lot of slow fashion or small run business uh that they only do like they do um curated uh collections where they only come out with 30 of and mm-hmm. then it's sold out yeah because they don't want to create too much yeah i've been buying from a lot of brands like that yeah. recently and those will be the most expensive because they have the smallest quantity oh yeah they're it's crazy and I it mean, costs it's not, the most right, right. <laughs> it's just right you know it is it is hard i i usually make a hundred and um i try to make things because i'm just starting out really in in this world um or in this fashion world so um i try to make things that will sell all year round and can be worn all year round and are um in style for multiple years and seasons and so you know i may not be this like i'm gonna sell out in three months person at this point but that madeline tea you know if it doesn't sell in the first year, it'll sell in the next year. Yeah, right. like that's how I try to make things. I know my those dre- the dresses. I don't remember what they were called. The Sarah Prairie dress. Yeah, yeah. People, I still wear mine all the time. Is that the and pink one? The corduroy. Yeah. yeah, I have it in pink, and I have it in the. I don't know what color. It's like a green, like almost chartreuse, chartreuse color. Yeah, and I wear both of them so much and people are always like where can i I'm it's like, a it's I'm an like, incredible it's piece it's, it's a gone. yeah it's yeah there, there's only a few left we made those in 2019 yeah and they still are loved and it was one of those things that when we made them um you know 
I have I have a go between right between myself and my manufacturer, but um, they were like, you can't make this in corduroy, and I was like, but I can't. I, like, I want me. to. It's so cool. Like, let's try it. And um, and it was incredible and beautiful. And yeah. you know, Matt, my husband calls it my petticoat because it's. <laughs> I it's, love my, it's incredible. It reminds it's, me of the little bear. Like, what's his name? Like the corduroy bear, pa- but it's like oh. the Paddington yeah. bear. Yeah, like corduroy? He, I think his, his name, name is yeah. corduroy. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> like it, corduroy doesn't wear that, but like every time I think of oh. corduroy's sister wears yeah. that. Oh, really? No, I'm just uh, – <laughs> I'm like, I believe you. <laughs> That's what Darcy's design was based on. Yeah. Yes, actually, yeah, I loved that as a child. sister. Um, no, but uh, – Actually, a friend just borrowed my prairie dress from for her family photos two weeks ago Aww, and wore that's it. Awesome. Like so and cute. I I love that. So yeah. and I also wanted to come back and note and highlight to everybody listening that thrifting and finding your clothes via thrifting or secondhand huge accomplishment. Be so proud of that. Yeah. Like, that's so exciting when you find a good piece yeah. thrifting. Yeah. Also, Some people hate thrifting, though. Yeah. And that's I okay. Know. I, yeah, that's okay, I don't too, hate but... thrifting. I hate shopping in general, which I think is a good thing. Same. <laughs> like, Same. I, it overwhelms yeah. me. I yeah. walk in a store and I, I don't know. You like, shut down. Yeah. Overconsumption of things, when I watch it, I'm like, why are we buying this? Like, I watch other people, buy, like, load their carts and I'm like, why are we buying all this? It, like. Yeah. I don't know. I've always been like that, though, since I was little, which I think is a good thing because I don't walk in and, like, load my cart up. But where was I going with that? I was going to say something important. Um, dang it. We were talking about load- – oh, re-wearing stuff. Let's yeah. make mm-hmm. that popular. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, I think that's so cool, and I think I do a good job at this, not to toot my own horn, but <laughs> I have this dress from uh, Riff Raff, actually, and – I bought it for my senior photos in high school. Yeah. And I literally take it on every trip I go. That's amazing. Like, every single trip. And I'm like, how cool is that? And, like, I have this dress in, like, all these countries, all these places I've been. I'm like, that's, like, so cool. And I think we should make that trendy. Like, I think it should be. you also have the knowledge at that age to buy something that was classic enough. Yeah, that's true. That it spanned all this time. Right? Yeah. I mean – and you've kept it. And I mean, that's amazing. Well, I think back to like our our moms and seeing pictures of them through their 20s. And you see them in the same items yeah. over and over again. And then I start associating that style with my mom. It's nostalgic. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I don't feel like we have that as much now because we aren't using items in the same frequency. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to. Yeah. But I think culturally we're not. Yeah. Yeah. I tend to, uh, um, if I find something I like, I'll just wear it like every day. Yeah. For like, <laughs> I'll wear it out, you know, and then, and then I'll still revisit it later. I I do tend to do that, like, um, wear a lot of the same things, and but because I have a store, this is what's weird. I think once you, and this is maybe not everyone's experience, but like I see a lot of like people that work in fashion or designers that just wear like black all the time or super simple. And, you know, the more, the longer I've worked in fashion, the more I just keep simplifying my own pieces, my own world wardrobe. Um, I think some of it's the creativity side because you get that in your job. Like, you know, I get yeah. to do the buying. I get to do some designing and buy- and buying for other people too. 
Um, I'm also buying for myself. Like, I, it's like I'm buying for myself, but I'll never wear any of these things. <laughs> um, not not necessarily my own collection, but in the boutique side of things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm ex- so I'm excited when I see other women, you know, really loving them and buying them and enjoying it. So I, you know, we we curate a lot from around the world. Um, so I think that's a fun part of my job too. Is like you said, getting to see these other parts of the world and like where they are style wise and, and bringing that to Fayetteville is really fun. You, always, you guys have the best shoes, but I've yet to purchase a pair of shoes because all of your shoes are investment shoes. They are investment shoes. And there will be like the third season in a row that you guys have a shoe. We do. <laughs> that I'm like, I really. I still like that shoe. I still like that <laughs> shoe and I need to buy that. And so I have been keeping that in mind because a big thing that I've been trying to scale back on is my shoe purchasing. Okay. Yeah, I Joe have, has a lot shoe of pers- shoes. Shoe person. I have a lot of shoes. And I think it's because I don't have as many, like, comfort uh, problems with them. I mean, I want a comfortable shoe, but it's much more predictable than clothing and washing and all of that. Yeah. Uh, and my shoe size doesn't change. And so I'm always like, oh, I can wear these forever. Yes. So shoe purchases are easier for me to like kind of pull the trigger on with my categories and so I've been trying to really scale back on shoes and I'm down to I think I have like 35 or 40 pairs now which is a lot it's still a uh, lot is that a but lot it's I don't even know way way less than yeah I had. I had hundreds oh wow I have very few shoes so do I and I then wear the same I, the shoe the same thing day. yeah and I I actually do have comfort issues with my with shoes though like my feet just I think from being a nurse for 10 years um, just maybe ruined my feet. So I wear tennis shoes almost all the time. And if I'm not wearing tennis shoes, I'm wearing a very comfortable boot or. Well, anyway. I in the last two years have not purchased new shoes. I have purchased I've replaced my Birkenstocks. And that's oh, yeah. been the big shoe purchase that I've done. And three years ago, I think I only purchased two pairs of shoes through the year. So I've been trying really hard yeah, to just scale not, it back and use yeah. what I have. But because of that, I've not yet to pull a trigger. But Darcy has the cutest. <laughs> yeah, seriously the cutest. So Thanks. Like guys. the don't I'm you have for you. I don't want to misspeak, but last time I was in your store, they were like tall cowboy boots. They are, are they a knee cow- high um like snakeskin. Yes, those well, you know, croc no, they're croc. croc. Yeah. Croc leather boot they're, they're the beautiful. cutest thing yeah in they're the by world. alohas they're incredible <laughs> and we all just wear them all the time in the store so <laughs> it's our favorite it's our favorite thing right now we style them with everything they are the the most the most expensive shoe i've ever carried most ex- expensive thing i've ever carried and i really took a chance on it but they're so. amazing but they're amazing. they're amazing i mean but yeah i love that Let's um, reel it back just a little bit. What? So you said you were a nurse for people that don't know. Uh, yeah. Uh, Darcy is more than yeah, just yeah. all of this. Darcy's everything. <laughs> she's a mom. She's a wife. She's a nurse. She's a daughter. She's a, she's a daughter. <laughs> she's, a- she's a fashionista. She's a friend. Oh, my goodness. Um, Multi-layers. Guys, I totally I'm a, lost I'm my a croissant. I, like, get so into I was telling. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I was telling Darcy and Joe, like, I get so into it when we have guests. I'm like, oh, because it's like new. Inf- I know Darcy, but it's like still new information. And so I'm like, oh, yeah, I got to speak. Anyways, um, I'm going to reel back even more. The first time I met Darcy, I don't even know when this was. I remember, I don't even know if you remember this. I remember asking, is your real name Darcy? And you were like, uh-huh. 
Just because I've never met a Darcy, and yeah. I just thought that was the coolest thing because Darcy's store is called Darcy. Yeah. And so I was like, there's no way her real name's Darcy. Like, maybe it it's is, like a stage name. It like is my name. Gaga or something. We, we really <laughs> went through we some went, things we, naming the store. Not, we did. I, I really include <laughs> myself. It's It didn't include it me. It was really hard for me to name it Darcy. I talked but about it with you a lot. lot. The cutest All thing of my in the friends, um, and, and not only, you know, friends, but also... I like took the ideas to um a, you know a designing firm and to to work on the logo and that sort of thing and they were like you have to you know just so many of people around me were like you have to go with Darcy and that was just so hard for me cuz it felt like I'm just obsessed with myself like everything's named Darcy and I was just really worried that that was going to be what people thought I do of not me. I think people think that. <laughs> but all. most people don't now that now that there's a store Darcy most people don't actually think my name is Darcy. No, yeah. I didn't. I mean, you'd have to know me to know that it is, but yeah, yeah so <laughs> I think it's I the cutest it. thing ever. I do too. Like Thanks, the guys, name. You know, is just you can so call cute. my mom Gail and let her know that <laughs> good job. She Gail. did a good job. Gail, that's 10 out of 10. Cute yeah. Yeah. Oh, so cute. Um Okay, so backtracking. You were a nurse. Yes. What inspired you to get in this world? Like you just woke up one day and were like, oh, we're going to do this. You know, I always was really creative and um, I really was passionate about helping people as well or I'm sort of an empath. And so um, there's there's kind of a long backstory of how I ended up in nursing. Um, my original degree, I was signed up as a drama major. My first creative love was performance art. Um, and I did a 180 and did nursing because before that I had worked in a, in another country. I took a gap year, mm-hmm. um, which I know. Love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I took a gap year and I worked in, a th- in, in a neighborhood, an area of third world country. And that really changed my perspective. And I ended up majoring in nursing. Um, and then, uh, I think after doing that and also enjoying it as well, I, I was just really missing that creative side. And I think I just sort of really started enjoying apparel and fashion and just creating. I think for me, it's it's about creating and the art of it. And not that I would say I'm an artist or anything, but you are. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, I it's that. just that's <laughs> that's what that's what and I the more the fun thing about fashion is like the more I I started sort of letting myself do it, the more I love it. And it's like even like getting into creating the Darcy collection, the more I do it, the more I love it. And it just felt more right for me and like where I needed to be to better serve the people around me. And I think um you know, you can you can kind of force yourself to do something that you're like, this is what's helping people. Mm-hmm. But if you're not living your own truth and passion, like that's how we really help other people. That's how we really give to others is when we're really doing what we're passionate about. And so that's sort of, you know, I guess how I got into it. But I also um, was really plagued by the, the scarcity mentality of like, no, I'm not, you know, there's enough of that no one wants me like what would I do why would I do that but it just wouldn't go away it was a nagging voice that I wanted to have a store that I want you know and I would try to push it away all the time you know after I worked with Joe I was like I'm not I'm not gonna do that like I don't need to do that and then it was like six months later the you know it just wouldn't go away and so I usually tell people if there's something that's nagging you and it won't go away start to honor it try to honor it 
Um, and so, that. and then I had, I had Joe and friends that were like, you know, do you keep it, talking about it. this. Mm-hmm. Like, why aren't you doing it? So. I'm always, always team do it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so what was the day you opened your doors to your store? Um, well, it was, the store was 2018. It was like, but I will say, I I found I kind of started online. I had a blog, and I sort of just transformed that into like having a retail space. And I just only did online, and I had a tiny little spot above. Um, taste of Thai. Taste of Thai. It was like a, I, it, I remember it. Yeah, it was like a tiny little office, and it yep. had shelves. And you could schedule I, a time and go in. You could and schedule. Try on. You could come oh, and try really? things on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you were local. Um, and then. I was I was looking across the street all the time. I had that window, and across the street on Center Street was this space that had been there forever. It said for rent. Had huge, um, the 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 glass, the window was huge, but it was all blacked out. And I call. I one day I was like, I'm just gonna check it out. I called the number, met the got this guy there, and it looked like a 1970s law firm, which mm. is what it was hadn't changed a bit and he told me the price of this tiny little space and I said you know what had carpet had drop ceilings (laughs) terrible I was like I'll take it (laughs) peeled back all of that dark you know super dark um tenting on the windows and put a neon sign in there put one rack of clothes basically it was a tiny little front room and then we changed the back into like a dressing room mm-hmm. kept the carpet the drop ceilings i didn't i didn't do anything i didn't get a big loan i didn't do any of that i started with a little bit of cash and just said i'm just going to try this and that's more my style mm-hmm. i'm not like oh i need 50 grand you know that i that would freak me out yeah <laughs> So I was like dipping my toes in it and I would be open as much as I could outside of nursing and people liked what we were, what I was doing. I mean, it was just, I felt like there was a gap that I wanted to fill and, um, you know, I just feel like I, I, I just went for it slowly and it was fun. I loved it and loved it more and more and, and then shortly after, sorry, this is really no, turned into a long it. story. Shortly after that building sold, I had been there maybe three months. And of course, you know, I, I think someone being in there, I always, I, I give myself the credit. I'm like, I saw what was good about this building. The building sold and they started a huge renovation. And so I had to just kind of move out. But um, then I got to move back in. They renovated the whole shop and that was what, you know, probably what you remember coming mm-hmm, yeah. into first was that after after it being renovated in 2018. And then I still was doing nursing. I still I would just I slowly scaled back. But I did nursing up until after I had my daughter in 2020 is when I finally said, you know, I've got a daughter now. I've got this store. <laughs> And I was still trying to work at the hospital while I had her, too. And it was just Mm -hmm. too much. And so um, then I said, you know, I'm going to take a step back from nursing. And and then um, I actually, when I was big pregnant, um, I got a call about the Block Street location. And the time that I was going to be able to move in was basically when I was going to be having my daughter. (laughs) And I was just like, I want this. I want to move over here. But this timing is rough. Um, so I said no, and then, um, which 
which was good because of 2020. Yeah. You know, and we didn't know that I was still like, we didn't know about COVID at that time or we'd started hearing about it, but we didn't know about that. So, you know, thankfully that didn't happen at that time. And then, um, and then he called me back like what a year and a half later and we got to move to block street where we are now. That's the cutest ever. If you're a local or if you're visiting, if you're going to come, you need to go. We put you on our NWA Rex as well. Yeah, we did. We did Thanks, a whole episode guys. on NWA Rex. I did. I remember that one. Yeah. Thank you. It was fun. <laughs> but I'm glad that you got to come do this. Yeah. Is there any like Thank words you, so you want to leave everybody with? Um, that's <clears throat> that was a lot of pressure. Sorry, <laughs> but um, I I always try to leave people. I. I think one of the biggest things for me that I want to leave people with is like just coming back to that, like that inner voice that I've really struggled to honor. And I, through therapy and things like that is how I've learned to, to like listen to that and try to honor it. And so if you have something that you've been thinking about for a long time and you keep telling yourself, no, 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 maybe it's time to explore that. Open, open the portal. Good <laughs> last words, man. And you guys, in a month or so, a month or so, December. Yes. Check out the collection. Please come and check out the Darcy collection on our website. Yes. Darcy I'll share it on my stories. Or, Undoubtedly, it'll yeah, be linked on my stories. It'll be in the show notes. Yeah. Not the collection, that link, but, but the, the website. Link. Yes. <laughs> yes. And go check all that out because we really value getting to support businesses like you who are doing it right and you're a small creative and getting to support people in their dreams like how fun to see people who are so passionate and the way that passion's impacting our world thank you guys yeah yeah well thank you for being on we love you we <laughs> hope you guys learned something yeah listening <laughs> and we'll talk to you soon bye bye